Are you looking for an athletic scholarship? You're in the right place. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, the longest-running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. We're here to help your family navigate the recruiting road all the way to an athletic scholarship. He's a recruiting expert and a dad of two college athletes. He has a wealth of experience to share. Here's Recruit Me CEO, Brent Hanks. Welcome to episode 346 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. The Athletic Scholarship Podcast is the world's longest-running recruiting education podcast. It is one of the many free and inexpensive recruiting education resources that RecruitMe provides. Go to the recruit-me.com website to get all the past episodes of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast, to sign up for the free recruiting power pack, and the free RecruitMe monthly newsletter. Also, visit the RecruitMe Twitter page, at RecruitMe13, and the Recruit-Me Athletic Facebook page. The cornerstone to Recruit Me is the Recruit Me 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System, which is only $39. You get access to a 200-page PDF manual, a workbook, and two worksheets. You get the seven steps to an athletic scholarship and the 10 myths about athletic scholarships and much, much more. Go to Recruit-Me.com today. This episode, episode 346 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast, is Who's Helping You? Building Your Recruiting Team. It helps you to understand your role as a student-athlete and the team that you need to help you to get the opportunity to get an athletic scholarship and an opportunity to play your sport in college. One of the main reasons RecruitMe exists is that RecruitMe believes that college coaches want to hear from you, the student-athlete, not from a generic and expensive recruiting service. College coaches get hundreds of emails, texts, DMs, and contacts, and they need and want to recruit athletes that want to play at their institution, and they don't want to waste time by getting, again, generic phishing emails. Most college coaches can sniff out a template type of email that is sent by a service. So today, I'll cover your role as the key to your own recruitment, and who else can and should be involved in your journey, and what roles they should be. Also, how you, as a student-athlete and recruit, can ask them to join your team and help you. Now, not all of the team members are required or may be available, but whether your recruiting team members are involved, just a little or a lot or not at all, this episode lets you see how a team can be put together. The recruiting team can include you, the student-athlete, a parent or parents or guardians, your high school coach and coaches, your club coach and coaches, relatives with recruiting or playing experience, teammates and ex-teammates with recruitment and playing experience, high school counselors, high school administrators, including the athletic director and teachers, game officials, opposing coaches, recruiting services, your sports skill trainers, and current college players and students that are going to your school or schools of interest. Other than you, the student-athlete, the parent or parents or guardians, there is no importance of order of teammates that I have listed. Let's start with the player or players that you may find that are going to the school or schools on your list. To add this teammate to your recruitment team, you must first have a research college school list put together. In your research, two items of interest may come out. First, you need to find the team's roster, and there may be a player or some players that you might be familiar with that you could contact and learn more about the college and the team. Look at both the present roster and past rosters. Another way to gather information from current players and students at your college of interest is by visiting the college. Whether it is an official visit or an unofficial visit, you may get assigned to a student or a student athlete to give you a tour of the campus or of the sports facilities. 
you may get to meet many members of the team. Be ready to ask questions during the visit and be ready to ask for a player's contact information to be able to recontact that player for questions about the school, the team, and the coaches. Your sports skill trainers obviously are part of your team by helping you become a better player and athlete. A trainer can also help you with metric types of information and also videos of specific sports skills. Another person for your team could be a recruiting service. Yes, I just said a recruiting service. Some services have free resources, links to research information, a free player profile, a forum to post videos, NCAA, NAIA, or JUCO information, and basic recruiting information that can and should be taken advantage of during your recruitment. Getting a written endorsement from opposing coaches is a unique and separator for you. You don't need a lot of them, but one or two to put on your player profile is a fun and effective way to make yourself stand out from other recruits. You might need to ask your athletic director or your high school coach or your club coach to help you get contact information for opposing coaches. Or better yet, you can practice the skill of introducing yourself and building a relationship with another adult. Also, getting endorsements from game officials, referees, or umpires is another impactful way to add to your player profile. Go to recruit-me.com to sign up for the free recruiting power pack and get your free player profile template. And also get access to the Recruit Me 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System for only $39 to get a full step-by-step description to get an athletic scholarship. Another resource for meaningful endorsement for not only your athletic skills, but maybe more importantly your academic and your character, is to get written quotes from your school's administrators, like principals and athletic directors, and also from teachers or other sport coaches. Your academics and your character will separate you from all the hundreds of student-athletes wanting your spot on a college team. I told my sons that there are many, many six-foot-tall, 150-pound baseball players, and I asked them, what makes you different? Along with high school personnel, you need to get your high school counselor or counselors involved. The earlier, the better. Your high school counselor can help you to meet your academic requirements, your testing requirements, and you to meet the college core courses. Remember, your GPA starts the first day of your high school freshman year. So meeting with a counselor during your 8th grade year as you schedule for that first year of high school is a great start. But any time is a good time to involve your high school counselor. Go make an appointment and meet now and tell him or her that you are interested in going to college and playing your sport. I mentioned earlier to find players that are on teams that you are interested in. And now you can look at ex-teammates or alumni from your high school that have gone to college, both academically, only to be a college student, or to be a college student athlete. Someone you know or someone that went to your school and that you have a familiar background with can really help. They will be willing to talk and share their experiences and give you advice and guidance. Relatives outside of your parents are sometimes a good resource for learning about experiences. Again, it doesn't have to be a relative that played a sport. You could get information on just the process of applying to a college, choosing a college, scheduling, moving in, or other college life adventures that help. Parker, my older son, reached out to one of my cousins that is a doctor at the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota. Parker talked about studying in the medical field and playing college baseball. Doug played baseball at Arizona State and the University of Minnesota. Sutton, my youngest son, learned from his cousins and his brother about dealing with choosing a college. Parker, his brother, played baseball at Northwestern. Easton, his cousin, played football at Westminster College and NCAA Division III College. 
Olivia plays basketball at William Woods College, an NAIA school, in the same conference as Sutton's Columbia College team. Most of the recruiting teammates that I have mentioned will vary based on your relationships and comfort level to reach out to them. The next four teammates make up the core of your team. Your club or program coach or coaches are a major factor and may help the most in your recruitment. Many club coaches, not all, but many are more geared to the recruiting process. Club or off-season competition and schedules may be more conducive to college coaches seeing you perform live. High school seasons generally run parallel to college seasons, so it is hard for college coaches to see you play live in your high school sport. Local colleges may be able to catch a game live, but colleges may not have the personnel or the budget to travel long distances to see a high school game. Also, if you are attending a smaller high school, the competition may not be at a high level. College coaches want to see you participate against future college type of competition. Club competition lends to having a more consistent competition level and may put you in venues and tournaments that college coaches can get to during their off-seasons. Some clubs attract players and athletes by helping players to get exposure to college coaches. A club may be able to show you where other student-athletes that went through their organization have ended up in colleges, professionally, or even Olympic competition. Club coaches generally have contacts and relationships with college coaches that can really help you to choose the college that is a match for you. A good club organization can help you find the right level of play for a good college experience. Be ready to get into a straightforward and sometimes disappointing discussion that may tell you that you're not a Duke-level basketball player or a Pac-10-level gymnast or a Big Ten-level volleyball player. I feel a good club coach will sit down with you and help you with your list of schools. Sutton took his list of 15 schools that he had researched to his club coaches, and they were able to give advice on that list. They advised us on some coaching changes and some past experiences, both positively and negatively, with some of the schools on the list. They suggested a couple of schools to add to the list, too. Sutton ended up researching and contacting one of the added schools, and with the club coach's recommendation to the college coach, Sutton visited the college, and he is now playing for them. One of the goals of Recruit Me is to have you develop a college list based on your parameters for a college experience that you want, and then take your list to your team of club coaches, high school coaches, and your parents to get input and to help you make a decision. Club coaches are one of the most prominent resources you can have. Use them to give you advice, but don't have them or expect them to make your decision for you. Again, your parameters, your research should guide you to your decision. Remember, you don't have to and probably won't check off every pre-decision parameter that you have. Changes can be made. They are your parameters. Parker met most of his parameters with his college choice, but his distance parameter got expanded as he moved his decision from a max of five hours from home to what ended up being eight hours from home. If your club coach doesn't schedule an individual recruiting meeting with you, reach out to him and her for one. Your high school coach or coaches are a prime player on your recruitment team, too. Again, there are some roadblocks to a college coach seeing you in high school games. But there are not obstacles for a college coach to contact your high school coach and getting a skills, a character, and an academic report from them. High school video is a major player for recruiting, too. Many high school coaches have great contacts to coaches and also help with your recruiting process, but many don't. Yes, you need to go ask if your high school coach can and will help. So find out if your high school coach can and will help to be a part of your team. Your character is important to college coaches. They don't need a project or to babysit. 
and both your club coach and your high school coach see you in many different situations. They see you in leadership situations, your team interactions, and how you conduct yourself away from family and school friends. Your high school coach also sees you in the classroom, the lunchroom, and the hallways. College coaches will ask about your actions in these places too. They don't want to just know about you on the field or the court. And remember, most scholarship money comes from your academics. So your high school gives you the academic metrics that colleges need the most to give you money for college. Also playing for your high school team gives you some high-level pressure situations. Rivals, student sections, newspaper, or news stations make high school sports different than two games a day off-season tournaments. Whether you play every down or every play in high school, or you're a platoon or bench player, your high school experience builds skill and character. Parker played almost every inning of high school and for every minute of high school basketball and played in front of 5,000 and 8,000 fans in local basketball tournaments. And Sutton was a platoon outfielder his senior year and a JV outfielder his junior year, but was part of beating top teams from Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Missouri. He got two hits and scored two times in one inning against the number one team from Oklahoma in a win for his high school. Both the kids had different high school situations, but both of them went on and played their sport at the college level. So now your recruiting team needs to add the two last roster players, your parent, parents, or guardian, and you. The Recruit Me 3.0 system has a section on athlete and parent teamwork. The parent or parents need to be the administrator of your recruiting journey. The student athlete is the driver, and you, the parents, are the driving instructor. You can't drive the car, but you can hit the brake or grab the wheel occasionally. Parents get to make their own parameters and college school list, and the recruit needs to make his or her own parameters and college school list. Both need to be open-minded and be able to listen to and to compare ideas. Early and often, these lists need to be discussed and updated. The final decision is the student-athletes. But student-athlete, remember, you are going to need help with finances, even if you have earned a fully paid education through athletics and academic means. An adult's input and experience is needed throughout your process. Parents, you need to help organize and track communications. Proofreading and suggesting ways for the student-athlete to express him or herself to a college coach is an avenue that parents can help with. Now, the parents need to let the student-athlete express themselves to the coach, since the four or five years will be spent by the student-athlete and the coach together. But the student-athlete must allow the parents to help and suggest ideas. Eye rolls from both parties are not acceptable. If both parties get the it's my way or the highway approach, then bad communications to coaches will occur and bad decisions will be made. Both parties need to set their minds to be open and be willing to accept ideas from each other and have ideas rejected. Wow, that is a lot to ask. There needs to be some give and take by both the parents and the student athlete. Not all the boxes will be checked on both sides. Distance from home, the size of the school, the academic options, the cost, safety, and many other options are to be considered. When Northwestern hit the map on Parker's journey, we, as a family, talked about the new aspects that Northwestern brought to the puzzle. Distance and travel to the school and to the games and the cost of tuition were major new factors. The more possibility of less playing time was also discussed, but the end results were factored in too. It was a great opportunity both athletically and academically. In Sutton's final decision, he clicked on almost all the boxes on both his list and ours, and that made the decision easier. Remember, 
Every recruiting journey is different. There is not one perfect fit. So both the parent and the student athlete will have to negotiate an obstacle course of recruiting. The student athlete must build your team and use your team and appreciate and thank your team during and after your recruiting journey is done. And also thank them as your college career cranks up and eventually winds down. The game-winning shot may create a spotlight on one player or the match point spike or the game-ending strikeout, but the team puts you in the right place at the right time. Just like the competitive stage, surround yourself with pieces of a team that fill a role for four years of college that will set you up for the next 40-plus years. There is a section in the 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System about parent and student-athlete teamwork. Go to recruit-me.com to get access to the $39 DIY manual, workbook, and worksheet system. Save thousands of dollars by learning to contact college coaches yourself and not depend on an expensive recruiting service. You spend enough money and time already. Use the team you already have invested in. Go to recruit-me.com to get started. Good luck and happy team building. Join me next Tuesday for another 15-minute episode of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. It'll be 15 minutes that will change your athletic scholarship future.